Welcome to Would Someone Please Tell Me What to Do with Heidi Reisner. We pray this podcast is a place you can push pause from the busyness of life and be encouraged in a way that will help you know and understand God just a little more. Hi, girls. It's good to see you today. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, This podcast is called Would Someone Please Tell Me What to Do? Uh, My name is Heidi Reisner, and we're so thrilled that you uh, joined us today and join us every Thursday. It's a blessing to, uh, again, hear from y'all. Let me know where y'all are watching from. Let me know if this has been a help to you guys. Um, I'll talk to you a little bit at the end how I'm going to need your help and some of your feedback, and I'll, I'll talk to you about that when I get to the end of this, okay? So again, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you were with us last week, uh, I talked about finding your, finding your rhythm of grace, and I talked about w- what does that mean for, for most of us watching uh, this pandemic that we've been in for the last couple of months. We're starting to kind of re-enter back into life as we knew it before. And uh, my, my encouragement to y'all, and, and, I, and I said this last week, if you, if you weren't here with us last week or you weren't able to watch, I really want to encourage you to go back to week one, which was just last week. You'll find it on the timeline here. Uh, I'm not going to re-talk about everything I did last week. I'm just going to pick up where I left off and keep going. But... Um, but I did mention that uh, as we're getting back into uh, life as we once knew it, coming out of this pandemic, that there's a new rhythm of grace that I really, really feel like God has spoken to me about and hopefully he's speaking to you about as well. And we talked a little bit about that last week when I talked about how do we find a new rhythm of grace, knowing when to say enough, that we're just overstressed, we're overly busy, our schedules are overly crowded, and I went into real detail about what that means of knowing when to say enough. Again, I encourage you to find last week's and uh, to, to listen to that as well. But I'm going to start off today as I give you two more thoughts on finding this new rhythm of grace. I'm going to read the verse that I started with last week, and it's Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 and 30. And it's the message version, and Jesus is speaking to us, and he says this, Are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burnt out on religion? He says, come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. And I even mentioned last week how many of us, many of you even watching, may have found as hard as this quarantine had been, had, as hard as it has been to, to just you know shelter in place, some of the, and I know this to be true because you've told me this, so many of you have said, but I found a life that I've been looking for. I kind of rediscovered some things in my life. I've rediscovered what's really important and what's not important. I've rediscovered what I do have to have to live and all the things that aren't necessary for us to live. And so, again, Jesus, all these thousands of years ago, says this. Get away with me and walk with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. Then you'll learn the unforced rhythms of grace. And I talked to you last week about what that rhythm of grace, that there's a, there's a rhythm to which God has created us to live our life. But when we're out of rhythm, and if you remember, I told you the story last week about my junior high band class that I was in and this metronome that we would have, this box that would keep time for us as we were playing our songs. 
And if we listen to the metronome and we listen to the rhythm, then the song came out the way it was supposed to be. But if we ignored it, like many of us in junior high did, and we didn't listen to that, that rhythm of that metronome, then the music didn't come out like a song. It sounded like a train wreck. And many of our lives follow that, that, that same example that we ignore the rhythm that God's called us to live our life and we wonder why we crash and burn. We wonder why we're tired, we're stressed, we're worried, we're anxious, we're overscheduled, we're, we're running like crazy from daylight to dark because we're not supposed to live at a pace of 24-7 all the time. And one of the good things that's come out of this pandemic and this quarantine has been for many of us, we've learned what it's felt like to be at home and to be at rest. We, we've gotten some rest that we've needed. Some of us, there's some of you that are working more than you've ever worked before. And I pray that God gives you some time to rest as well. And so in order to learn this rhythm of grace, as we re-enter into a new season, as we re-enter back into life, taking all the good that we learned in this season and bringing it with us, but vowing that we're not going to go back to what was normal, the overstressed, crazy, busy, chaotic, noisy life that so many people had been living prior to this. And again, one of the things I mentioned how to find this new rhythm of grace is knowing when to say enough. And again, I want you to go back. That's what I talked to you about last week. I want you to go back and watch that if you haven't already. And so today I'm going to give you two more thoughts as I wrap this up about finding your new rhythm of grace. Another thought and how do we do that? Practically, what does that look like? The uh, Another thought I want to give you, one of two today is this, know how to carry your yoke. How do we find a new rhythm of grace? We have to know how to carry our yoke. And wh what does that mean? And what does what, what am I talking about? I'm going to go back to Matthew chapter 11 verses 28 and 30, but I'm going to read this in the New International Version this time. And the, the, this version is what probably most of you are more familiar with, and this is going to be familiar when you hear this. It's the same verses, it's just a different translation. Jesus is speaking to us and he says this, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. How do we find this new rhythm of grace? How do we find this new rhythm walking into this season and, and not going back to the craziness of what so many of us walked out of? We have to know how to carry our yoke. Let me explain what a yoke was. Back in Bible times, what Jesus is speaking of here, a yoke was a wooden piece, a kind of a wooden contraption, if you will, that had two, two ox would be, as they were plowing fields to be farmed, the farmers would get two oxen and they would, they would put this yoke, this wooden, uh, this wooden piece over both necks of the oxen and they would pull together and attached to that yoke would be a plow. And so the, as the ox, as the ox walked, they were in unison because they were both carrying the weight of this plow. 
and they would pull the plow and that was what would till up the ground for the farmers to come back and be able to plant. So when Jesus, again, in biblical culture, he's talking to farmers, he's talking to fishermen, he's speaking in terms that they're going to understand. So when he says, take my yoke upon you, they totally knew what he was talking about because they used the yoke every single day when they put it on their cattle or their oxen to do the work in the field. And so what does that mean for us today as far as when Jesus says, come to me, take my yoke upon you? You would think when, when Jesus says, if you're weary, if you're tired, if you're worn out, you would think Jesus would say, take that yoke off of you, put it down. You don't need to carry that. But that's not what he said. He said, take my yoke upon you. He didn't say throw the yoke away, which, which represented work. He didn't say throw it away and don't work anymore. He said, take my yoke upon you because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What does that mean? It means that Jesus' solution for tiredness and weariness wasn't to take the yoke off, but he was saying that we are to yoke up next to him. Just like those two oxen are yoked up together and together they pull more than what they would carry or pull by themselves, Jesus was saying, come out from underneath the heavy weight that you're carrying on your own and come up next to me and yoke up next to me and let me help you carry the weight that's far too heavy for you to carry. That, that's what Jesus was saying. The question wasn't, not, wasn't whether we need to work or not. We need to work. But Jesus says there's a way in which we should work when you're yoked up next to me, when you're walking with me, when you're depending on me, when you're gaining strength from me, when you're receiving grace from me, that's when you can walk through this life and your burden can be easy and your yoke can be light because if we're not connected to Jesus, if we're not connected to God, the weight of this world can crush us. And we all know what that feels like. We know what it feels like to be so burdened and so heavy and so weighted with the cares of this world, with the responsibilities that we have, especially as women, with our families, with our children, with our homes, with our jobs. It can be crushing. And Jesus says, I, that's why you're tired and worn out, because you're trying to carry this on your own. But if you'll come alongside of me, and walk with me and let me help you carry the weight, that's when you're going to find a rhythm of grace to where you're going to be able to do all that God's called you to do. You're going to be able to live a life with a new rhythm because you're not trying to carry the weight on your own. That's simply what Jesus was saying. Okay, well, what does that look like? What does that look like uh, practically? I'll tell you this from a personal uh, standpoint is that the majority of the weight that we, that we carry, especially as women, the majority of the weight that we carry on ourselves, we put it on ourselves. I know that's true for me. On, on the times and the seasons that I've crushed under the weight and responsibility of what I was trying to carry, when I got through that and really evaluated why I had such a hard time in a particular season and why I was so burdened and so heavy, it was because I was, number one, trying to carry it on my own. But number two, I was putting things on me that no one else expected me to do. I was carrying weight that I put on myself. 
It wasn't my employer. It wasn't my boss. It wasn't other people. And I, I was shocked to find out that it wasn't even God putting it on me. That I put so much expectation and so much responsibility on myself that eventually your knees buckle under the weight because you just can't carry it all. And so I want to ask you today, as you're finding this new rhythm of grace, as you're going back into a new season, as we all are, how are you carrying the work and the responsibility that we all have to carry? Are you trying to carry it by yourself? Are you putting more on you than anybody's expecting of you? Have you yoked up to Jesus? Have you come alongside of him? There was a, there was a, um, a time about 15 years ago, Pastor Jacob Aranza, who's our senior pastor that oversees all of our Savior's churches, um, about 15 years ago, back then we only had one campus. We now have six campus and a multitude of other churches. But back then we only had one campus. And, I, and again, I had children at home. I had little ones running around. And I was trying to be superhero woman to everybody. All the needs, all the people, all the requests. I was saying yes to everything and no to very little. And Pastor Jacob one day looked at me and said, Heidi, you are the most overcommitted woman in America. He wasn't saying that as a compliment. He wasn't saying that as a pat on my back. He was saying that as, and later went on to say, and again, I'm saying this, he was more gracious to me than what I'm saying. But what he was basically saying is, you got to get this together because you can't keep doing all that you're doing. You are driving yourself and everybody else crazy and you can't keep doing this. And again, he was far more gracious than that. But he said, Heidi, you're the most overcommitted woman in America. And I knew he was right because again, I was going to be everything to everybody. I was going to say yes to this and yes to this and yes to this, all the while trying to keep my home up trying to tend to my husband and my children and do all. I was doing everything. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and eventually, <clears throat> I started to crash and burn. You just can't carry the weight of everything that's been put on us. And part of the reason I got to that point was that it wasn't that I walked away from God. It wasn't that I walked away from Jesus. He, Of course, he's still there. I still love him. We're in this together. But I was trying to carry the weight on my own and not every single day coming to him in the morning and go, Jesus, I need to yoke up to you. I need to have a quiet moment of time in my word, time in prayer to where I yoke up to you and go, God, I can't carry what I need to carry today on my own. I need you to help me. I need your yoke that's easy and your burden that's a lot. I need you to help carry this weight because if you're not helping me carry this weight, then I'm not going to be able to do what I need to do because I knew that I was headed <clears throat> again for a crash and burn down the road. So in order for us to find a new rhythm going forward in this season, know how to carry your yoke. Stop trying to carry everything on your own. Stop trying to be everything to every person and say yes to every single thing. There are some things you need to say no to. There are some things that you need to be gracious about and go, I'm sorry, but I cannot do this. You have to learn what you can do and what you cannot do. And I, this is another thing that I know to be true as women. Most of the time, we can't see that for ourselves. Just like Pastor Jacob stepping in and having to tell me that. 
You've got to have some trusted voices in your life that you're open to, that you can let them speak truth to you. Because most of the time we don't see it. We just say yes and yes and yes and yes. <clears throat> and we don't realize what we're doing to ourselves until we crash and burn. Are there people in your life that can tell you that you're carrying too much? Are there people in your life that can tell you you're, you're over committing in too many ways? Make sure that you invite those voices in your life. But first and most important, we've got to make sure that we're yoked up to Jesus. Come to me if you're heavy, he says, if you're weary, if you're tired. Take my yoke upon you. Let me help carry the weight. And girls, you can't go to him one time and that work for the rest of your life. It's got to be a daily discipline, a daily responsibility, a daily conversation that you have with God. And go, God, I can't do what I need to do today unless you come alongside of me and we carry this together. It's going to be a daily discipline, a daily decision that we have to make every single day. So how do we find this new rhythm? Know how to carry <clears throat> your yoke. And then the next thing is know when to stop striving. How do we find this new rhythm going forward in this new season? We've got to know, number, last week was number one, know when to say enough. That was last week. Today, number two, know when to carry your yoke. And number three, know when to stop striving. Okay, what does that mean? Let me go back to the, the Word of God, Psalms chapter 46 and verse 10. This is the, the Passion Translation. It says this, it says, Surrender your anxiety, be silent, stop striving, and then you will see and know that I am God. We all want to know God. We all want to see God. We all want God represented greatly in our life. How do we see that happen? Psalms makes it very clear. Surrender your anxiety. Give up. Release your anxiety to Him. Be silent. Still our hearts and our minds. And stop our striving. What, what is striving? What does that mean? It means pushing. It means struggling. It means contending. It means making things happen. I just lost my earring. So we're going to keep going. And it's all good. I just lost my earring that was so cute and it just fell off. What does that mean? It means pushing. It means striving. It means contending. I'm going to take the other one off so it doesn't look weird. That's what striving means. That we've got to just, we've, we've got to stop. The Bible says stop striving. And women, we are the world's worst at trying to make something happen. That if it's not happening fast enough, we're going to help it along. If things aren't moving the way we need them to move, we're going to help it along. And the Bible says, stop. That's why we're in the rat race. That's why we feel like we're on the hamster wheel. That's why we feel like our lives are out of control and we have no control over our schedule and the busyness and the activities and we're stressed and we're worried and we're fretful. Why is that? Because we're striving and we're striving and we're striving and we're striving. And God's word says, stop your striving. Stop the struggle. Again, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. The struggle with other people. Stop struggling and striving with other people. Stop struggling and striving with ourselves. We're our own worst enemy. 
the struggle and the striving that goes on within our own heart. And more importantly, stop struggling and striving with God. God is with us and he is for us. And he knows what this life is like. He knows what we're facing and what we're having to walk through in this life. God's a big God and he can handle it. God's not stressed out. He's not worried. He's not surprised. He's not chaotic. He's watching us be that way and going, when are y'all going to finally stop striving and learn to walk with me, to work with me, to let me carry the weight and to put our wholehearted faith and trust in a God who has it all in control. Girls, I just want to encourage y'all. I'm, I just, I don't want us to waste this moment. I don't want us to waste this season. I don't want us to waste what this quarantine has been and all that God's been saying and all that he's been touching and everything he's been pointing out to us. I don't want us to waste this moment. What does your new rhythm of grace need to look like going forward? What changes do you need to make in your life and the life of your family going forward? There is a new rhythm. It's not craziness. It's not being overscheduled. It's not being chaotic. It's not being stressed out to the limit every single day. That's not the rhythm of grace we're to walk in. What is it that you need to change? What adjustments do you need to make? And girls, you have it in you to do whatever that needs to happen. Make those adjustments. Make those changes prayerfully. Speaking with your spouse. Have a family meeting. Talk with your spouse and your children and go, what are some of the changes we need to make going forward so that we don't get sucked back in to what chaotic life we were living prior to this? Have a family meeting. Talk it out. Pray it through. Write it down. Make some decisions and some changes that you can determine what that new rhythm of grace is going to be. Know when to say enough. Know how to carry that yoke. And know when to stop striving. So girls, I hope this has helped y'all. Again, I'm not going to talk about the this crisis and pandemic every time. But I really felt strongly that I wanted to share these two weeks with y'all. Because I wanted us to have a clear understanding and a clear perspective of what we need to do going forward to where we find that new rhythm of grace. So let me pray for you today, girls. Jesus, I thank you for today. I thank you, God, for our time together. I thank you for your word that brings such comfort and peace to our hearts. I pray for every girl watching, God, you know the changes they need to make. You know the decisions they need to make for their families. You know, Father, the, the new rhythm that they need to walk in. And Father, I pray your Holy Spirit would come and you would help them determine and put your finger on exactly the things that need adjustment, that need attention, and that need to be redirected in their life. Father, I thank you. I pray a blessing over everyone who's watching. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. Girls, again, I've loved being with y'all. Let me just tell you this. I'll be back next Thursday. But I am going to change things up a little bit on this podcast. Again, I've spent some weeks really talking about this pandemic and this quarantine. But as we're kind of moving out of this season, I really want to do more of a conversation. I want to hear from y'all. I want to hear what y'all want to talk about, what topics you want to hear from, what questions you may have. You can put those in the comments. You can send me a message. And then I'm going to do my very best to start addressing some of those things and having some really great conversations with you as we go forward. 
So girls, I love y'all. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. For more information or questions about today's podcast, please visit HeidiReisner.com or email us at info at HeidiReisner.com.